This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 465th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my excited co-host. We've got uh, the fluffiest Whimsicott. Hi, everyone. And we've got Sublime Manic. Happy Halloween! Uh, I guess it is Halloween when we're recording. Ooh, I mean, this doesn't come yeah. out on Halloween. Yeah, but guess it's my favorite day of the year, so I'm going to say Happy Halloween. That's fair. Happy Halloween, uh, Sublime. That's Thank fair. You. Happy Halloween. Yeah, no, uh, so like, well, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. <laughs> I have a story, but we'll get to it after I do the intro roll. Uh, <laughs> So welcome okay. to the welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. And we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Um, mostly the video game right now because that's the new hotness. Into well, I don't know. It, like okay, so okay, trading card game. This is a different story than I was going to talk about, and it's probably fine. Uh, but trading <laughs> card game. Have you guys heard about the nonsense happening in the TCG community because of Logan Paul? Oh, Wait, only very tangentially. I'm like, really? I, I'm offended that he's touched this community. <laughs> because like he bought like a, he bought like a, a Shadowless Charizard back like a couple weeks ago. And which like stirred up a bunch of other people like, oh, man, are Pokemon cards actually worth that much? And so now the entire Pokemon card market is hyperinflated. Uh, because yeah, and he's done he's done like stuff with PokeTubers. And, yeah, like, I'm I I don't know if I like it, but I well I honestly like it. I don't. I so as a content creator, if Logan Paul were to come up to me and ask me to do it, uh, ask me to do something with it, I would definitely have refused. I, I don't care where the money is. I don't know if I would mm. ever want to be associated with that. Mm. Uh, but yeah. in addition I, to I that, think... I, I'm more upset about it because I just want the pins from the Champions Path Packs. And, <laughs> and I can't buy them because if they go on the store shelves, they just get purchased. They get nom nom dommed up because, <laughs> um, because there's a Charizard in it that's going for like 800 bucks. Well, I was going to have like a whole spiel about like different people's different awareness of the implications of stuff but then you just went to made it personal so whatever thatch yeah i'm just i'm really upset i want the pins the pins are cool uh the good news is troll and toad is selling the pins themselves for like three bucks a piece so like i'll probably do that oh, that's but, fair um, that's fair I, i'll probably just go buy the pins uh because i, <laughs> I just want like little gym symbols i think they're cute and yeah. I, I would really like to see uh, I mean, I'm worried because Vivid Voltage comes out 
Uh, or, or I guess it, by the time this is out, I think it is out, right? Uh, did it come out this week or is it the end of next week? One of the two. Um, but uh, Vivid Voltage is the new set, and that's got another Charizard in it. Oh. Uh, but it's not like a Charizard it's V. It's just, like, it's just like a Char... Yeah, it's going to be decent. And it like i'm i'm like genuinely oh like afraid of like those packs just like blowing off the shelves right now too because yeah. the tcg market or the pokemon tcg market is just like it's just crazy hyper inflated right now and mostly because of logan paul's shenanigans uh the charts are that he ended up buying ended up being fake by the way um which i think is even funnier he spent he spent like he spent like a hundred thousand dollars or something on some pokemon card um and what? it ended up being fake yeah it, oh yeah it's not like he doesn't have a hundred thousand dollars to just like throw in the truck garbage though let's be honest um uh i, mean, I, I listen i think most people that win the lottery are ending up without any money at a certain point oh yeah it's also like most it, nfl players go broke up. after like it's three gonna months, dry three <laughs> yeah it, i yeah i don't disagree with you if i were in their shoes i would definitely have investments Mm-mm. uh and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be spending all of my money on like extravagant weird stuff. I would probably still live in the same house that I live in. <laughs> yeah. Like let's be I would I like the most secure thing to me in my entire life would be I paid off my mortgage. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like it's like me. I was talking to my boyfriend. I don't remember why this came uh like to light as we were talking about I was like if I had like a million dollars I would be like cool. So if I ever get tired of my job i can say okay it's been nice guys yeah like, that was it <laughs> that was that's, it. that's that i did the math and if i wanted to be happy for the rest of my life i was just like uh because like we you know when the lottery gets real big you you buy a ticket you know as like a joke is like entertainment you like go in with like mm-hmm. three three or four of your friends and you buy a couple tickets yeah and and so uh, I was talking, I think the jackpot was up to like a billion dollars or something like that. And so wow. we're sitting there and we're talking like, oh, yeah, so, you know, after you take taxes out, you know, it's like 500 million. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then and they're just like, okay, then we have to di- divide it up four ways. So I guess we all get like 125 million. I'm like, guys, I only want like 30 million. And they're, yeah. just like, they're just like, what do you mean? I'm like, I only need 30 million. They're like, why? I'm like, I can go put that in like an investment account. And I'll like set it for like conservative interest rates, and I'll I mean, pull like can, I'll pull like three percent from that for the rest of my life, and then I'll be fine. You can take like the other ninety millions and invest them toward like charities and politicians you yeah. fully support and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. But yes, uh, let's go. There's plenty of Pokemon news to talk about. Um, that's mm. not Logan Paul and how he ruined the world. So let's <laughs> uh, let's let's jump right on into it. So let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. There's a plenty of things to talk about in the news today. Um, most of it unexciting but it's there uh so the new world cap pikachu has been released and can be redeemed alongside all the other cap pikachus until november 30th you can find all of these codes on serebi or in our serial code link in the resource channel on our discord so yeah you have about a month to go get them so go get them uh this is the first time you could get world cap pikachu and that's because it's, it's the 
Well, yeah, it's the cap from uh, from Journeys. That's why. Yeah. It's the cap from Pokemon Journeys. That's why it's different. And it's I, I, these are, like, even less exciting now that, like, the Z-move's gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think also, compared to Pokemon... So, if you look at the Pokemon that are included in Sword and Shield now, I believe that Pikachu has the most forms of any Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah. Available in Sword and Shield. And they're yeah, just like, yeah. Is it a form right? if it's just a cap? Is that really a form? Well, I wouldn't call all creamy forms then either. I wouldn't. Uh, I, they're just I flavors. Would... They're flavors. They're flavors. Yeah. Uh, God, that's that's sublime. I don't like that joke. You're channeling your inner Seth Vilo there. Uh <laughs> But go ahead and talk to us about probably the most exciting piece of news on this list. Y'all, the TPCI has started promoting its holidays. So you got that merchandise for your Christmas Pokemon fantasy. Mm. I What I yeah. always want to know is what are the mugs? What mugs did we get designed I, this I year? Didn't, so I don't think it's on their... I don't think they have it on their site. Oh, they do have it on their site now. They have stockings. Uh, they, oh, they I, have I, the I don't think there, there were no. Stockings, I don't think there were any... All oh, those stockings are adorable. Um, I don't think they actually have any mugs this year, as far as I can tell. They do have... So, like, the things that I think are really cool this year are, one, they have, like, a milk and cookie plate that's a Moo Moo Milk branded Aww. thing which is really kind of adorable uh, uh they also have um they also have like a classic like old school type sign for like promoting Mew milk and deli birds delivery service which i think that is, really is cute. everything yeah. there's that a lot so of things awesome. i'm probably gonna buy for no reason <laughs> uh i do really like the stockings i did not see the stockings until now i the also stockings are the star I also didn't see the throw pillow. Yeah, um, that's a good throw pillow also. I'm I just really, like the idea of a seasonal throw pillow. I, I'm i into it. I, I'm also just a sucker for throw pillows. Oh, but I don't hate this Sherpa throw. No, the Sherpa throw is really cool. Yeah. Um, I really like the Sherpa throw. Uh, It'd be great I, if you have a rocking chair. I do not, but <laughs> someone does. Oh, Seth Milo, I, I think, does. I actually like oh. their... Uh, I, I don't know if I'll get the Sherpa throw. I'll probably just buy myself another blanket. The thing that did come out around the same time as all of the Pokemon or as the Christmas stuff were these cool backpacks, though. Um, yes. Got the, these backpacks are really cool. I thought about legitimately just buying one. Um, but what's re- the coolest part to me is, like, it's made for you to display pins. And oh, the, it's and a like, neat backpack. Yeah, yeah, but it's, like, specifically made for you to display pins. And, like, it's covered up by vinyl. So, like, if the back falls off, you don't lose the pin. Yeah, it's Anita backpack. It, I don't know if that's what it, that is. Like Anita, I don't it's know. a seventy dollar backpack. Uh, I think yeah. every I would call everything on on Pokemon Center a premium item. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't know how else you would describe it. Though the milk and cookie like plate is only fifteen I'm bucks. I'm usually okay with their mugs pricing. Yeah, I I'm okay with most yeah. of their pricing for things. I understand. Like the blankets. After somebody bought me one as a gift, actually. And I actually really like the throw blankets. Like, I'm a big fan. It's a lifestyle. It's like Apple. Yeah, uh, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I mean, the, listen, the stockings are only $20 and they're adorable, so get go get them. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to buy all four. I don't know if uh, I can... I need to decide which ones I want, and that is hard. They're all yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, all oh. right. So, moving on, though, like... 
let's let's see what else is in the news. Whimsicott, let us know. Yeah, I about mean about what people missed. <laughs> exactly, it's old news by now. There was a special Pumpkaboo Max Raid event this weekend. And it had guaranteed shiny encounters for small and super size, but it's over now. So yay, yay! So we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> well, we, we just, just talked have. about. It. We yeah, just did. But we're going to drop it now. <laughs> uh, in video game so. battling news, we've got series seven of ranked battles have started now. Not right now. I can't play it until seven o'clock, but uh, it, it has started on ranked battles. Um, they have unbanned the sixteen Pokemon that were previously banned. Uh, and it also adds in some of the yeah, Crown Tundra additions, uh, like Regieleki, Regidrago, Spectreer, Glastier, and the Glorian Birds are all permitted, uh, it, as well as most non-box art legendaries. And so just remember that those are happening. Uh, it, it's going to be the meta is better in quotes. Um, I think the Galarian Birds were actually like the great equalizer in this case. Like mm-hmm. I, I would, I would call Urshifu like the star of Isle of Armor, but I wouldn't call Calrex the star of Crown Tundra in terms of competitive. I mean, can he even be used in competitive? Uh, Calrex well, cannot. No, Ubers, but, yeah. So, uh, well, in matter. Ubers, but I'm talking. Okay, so okay, so Thatch Thatch has been hurt personally in many ways. One of which being that there isn't a good timer in Pokemon anymore. Yeah, no, uh, same. And no. so, and so Thatch is converted to mostly BSS and VGC. Um, so yeah, you can play whatever you want in Smogon's formats, but you can't, you can't use, like, I, I just typically go by TPCI's official rules now and I will, I will give them credit. I think they've been balancing their meta better than they have in the past. Mm. I, I, I think Urshifu was a very, uh, detail oriented Pokemon that they added into the meta. I think what they were aware they were bringing Landorus back into the meta and they created counters to that as well. Mm. Um, I think because Galarian Articuno is 100% a very balanced counter to Landorus Therian. Um, it has the speed stat to outrun it. It's got competitive as its ability, so Intimidate will not, oh, will just proc a times two boost on it. Mm-mm. And it's got a decent special attack um, with decent typing and decent stab that it can hit back against the Landorus Therian. It's the gay supervillain we needed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm just—I mean, I'm just being honest. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's also a tournament happening, and that that's just going to register for while um, Sublime talks about it. Yeah, it's a BSS format event called the Tundra Tourney. Um, it's open until November 12th, and it's going to run from the 13th to the 15th. So register that's gonna while compete. you can. That's just going to compete, and he's going to want to stream um, it. And the the twist is it's only Crown Tundra Pokedex mods. So that's 200. That's a pool of 200, yeah. 210, so. I think. Yeah. They, they did 210, I think, for both Isle of Armor but and Crown Tundra. I, would, I could, could have sworn that Isle of Armor was 200. No, it's 210. Uh, huh. it ends on, I think it ends on Porygon Z. Uh, well, uh, anyway, is, you'll also get 50 battle points. So that's, that's the, nice. the reward's garbage, let's be honest. Uh, so that's not, yeah. yeah, there you go. The Tundra Tourney. The tundra, the tundra tourney is the way to go. I'm, I'm literally in Pokemon Home right now, and I'm. Oh my gosh! It says how to register, and it says get your game. God, I hate go, this. go oh, use a Nido King. Yeah, we, we love uh, to see it. You can use a Nido King, and then 140 Pokemon that were already available to you in Base Sword and Shield. Kind of, um, it felt very. And, bad. Uh, I mean, that's kind of. <laughs> oh, I you think, could use Jinx. 
that's something I didn't expect to come back. Jinx? I mean. Well, Jinx came back because Electabuzz uh, Lecta, uh, and Magmar came back. Well, yeah. like, she dropped off. You don't see a jinx like you do a Magmar. Uh, yeah, and that's because of the racist connotations. Yeah. Oh, yes, but yeah. that's why I wasn't expecting Jinx back in the first place, is what I'm saying. No, it's Gen 1. Uh, it's purple now. So. It's purple now, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, I guess Pokemon Go time. Because yeah. this is the Pokemon Go segment. Yeah. Okay, so this one you are in time for because the Halloween event in Pokemon Go is going to run through November the 4th. It's got an increasing ghost-type Pokemon, two times transfer and catch candy, Gengar and Sableye in special costumes. Gengar looks like a Banette and Sableye looks like a Litwick. It's kind of cute. The special research has Spiritomb again as a special encounter. Uh, I think someone said there's also a Galarian Yamask at the very end. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's That's Galarian or not. Mm. Time Mega Gengar research for those who finished the Mega Body Challenge research is going to be available. <sighs> yeah, and five star raids are going to have Darkrai until the November fifth, and Halloween Day, which is already over, is a Lola Marwak. Day I don't. Raid. I don't like that this event has five bullet points. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just too much. Um, I feel like oh, they're probably hemorrhaging. I don't know exactly what's happening because I, it just feels like all of a sudden, especially at like at, like after six months of COVID, they were just like, "Yeah, let's let's turn on that monetization, like real hard." Yeah, very and, hard. And I don't know why or where it came from. I don't know if it's just I, I don't know if it's just corporations being corporations or what. Maybe. I also think they've realized that a very large chunk of their player base only plays when there's events. Yeah, well, I mean, the the event thing's been going on for a while, long before, like, COVID. Mm -mm. And I I would say... Yeah, but now it's, like, not one event a week. It's, like, four events. I know. It's it's just a lot. It's just too much to keep up with. If your life is Pokemon Go, I can totally understand being able to keep up with it. But it makes it... Because, like, I would say I'm, I'm like, a slightly more than casual Pokemon Go player. <laughs> that's Mm-mm. what I would say. And that's how I would describe myself. And just being in that tier of, like, person that wants to play Pokemon Go, it just feels very... Um, it's very hard to keep up. Mm-hmm. There's just so many different things happening. That's it's very me want to play less, though. Yeah, right? No, I, I haven't touched Pokemon Go since yeah. Megas came out. Like, I haven't touched it. I open it every now and then, but... It's just mostly because I'm like, oh, man, I don't have any of this mega stuff. Am I going to feel like I'm missing out? I, then I just don't open it. And that, that's yeah, also, I was expecting Snivy's Community Day in, like, February, and it's October. Oh, it's not happening. It, it's exactly. Not happening. So I'm like, I'm over it. I'm over it. Uh, Pokemon has announced Community Day event for November, and there's actually going to be two Community Days in November uh, to promote both Electabuzz and Magmar. I'm very confused by this. That's fine. Um and so Electabuzz is going to be November 15th, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Electivire will learn Flamethrower. <laughs> okay. Um, Elekid yeah. will hatch out of two <laughs> kilometer eggs, and there will be a special timed research to provide Sinnoh Stones and Electric for Electabuzz paid research. November 21st from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. will be Magmar, and Magmar will learn Thunderbolt. Okay. Uh, Magv and 2K eggs. Special timed research to provide Sinnoh Stones and a no match for Magmar paid research. But nothing yeah. for Jinx. Uh, nothing for Jinx. No, well, there's no there's no third Evo. I, I think no, we don't also, also, if you just look at like the history of Electabuzz and Magmar, 
they've typically always been version exclusives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jinx, they became Jinx, version exclusives at a certain point, yeah. Uh, well, they were originally in Red and Blue. Yes, but they're, they're more associated with each other than like Jinx is with. Them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jinx is like the third pillar of was well, intended but to be it's the like third the pillar. Forgotten one, we don't talk about her. Yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. Electabuzz and Magmar are very happy in their relationship, and they said, "Jinx, I need you to leave." Yes, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, move on to uh, Pokemon Go, or for to Sublime. I don't yes. know what, what we, something we're else doing is another happening. Pokemon Go event because that's, you know what? that's how it is. That's how it be. So from the 6th to the 12th of November, here's what's up. Oh my gosh. Um, We're doing a tie-in. We're doing an anime tie-in, and it's a lot, because that's what it is now, you know? There's the World Cat Pikachu, which returns, and can be shiny, so if you haven't caught that, go do that. Yeah. (laughs) Lugia will be in the raids, uh, five-star raids, and it knows Aeroblast, but I feel like... uh, I mean, I don't know if it's known Aeroblast before. Probably no. I think it has. Has it? I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Yeah. Um, also, Ivysaur, Pinsir, Golurk, and Snorlax will be in raids. Bulbasaur, Execute, Cubone, Scyther, Dratini, uh, and Cyndaquil, and more will appear in the wild. I guess more frequently. Uh, Pichu, Mantike, Riolu, and Cubone will be in seven um, meter eggs, um, kilometer eggs, and then. You got some timed research that's going to be inspired by the anime. So people love their anime, like, living their life. And then, um, Go may... I don't know what this is. Go may appear in Snapchat? Go is the yeah, name of the character in, po- in Pokemon Journeys now. Oh, is that that one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the dude with the barrettes in his hair. Okay, yeah. the barrette boy. All right. Uh, good yep. for them. Go, go and be in Snapshots. And they're going to have a themed avatar item available for him. Uh, it, it's, so okay. go get it. This is also supposed to go. be a... This is also supposed to be a tie-in for, like, the Japanese thing. Uh, because they're moving, they're moving the time slot of Pokemon to like Fridays or something like that, and so they're just like, "Here you go." Um, I, I don't know. I I also do uh, recommend I mean, this, this anime of- compared to other ones in Pokemon Sublime. By the way, I finally watched uh, Pokemon the movie. I choose you. Oh, it has even less of a plot than I thought, but it's even yeah. better than I thought because it's super cute, except for the time I cried like a baby. Several times, actually. I Choose You and the one that came after that are both better than they should be, and that's just because the bar is so low for Pokemon movies. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, this movie has no plot whatsoever, nothing is happening, but there's cute Pokemon doing cute stuff, and I am happy. Yes. Uh, That's exactly what happens. All right, last piece, last piece. Yeah, speaking of things that look very nice and have no function whatsoever, Niantic has rolled out an update to improve various aesthetic and other quality of life improvements. It also notably included data on Kalos Pokemon and transfer mechanics for Pokemon Home, so that is happening in the background. So there's going to be more specifics in the coming weeks, probably. The Pokemon Home uh, data also updated when Crown Tundra did, and it showed Pokemon Go transfer capabilities. Mm-mm. So I, I think that's coming sooner rather than later. I mean, it's supposed to come by the end of the year, so they have two months. So yeah. So I mean, I I don't know. I'm not as excited about it as I think a lot of other people are. But good on you for being exciting, excited about it. I mean, I would be more excited if I could like play OU on cart and then have some mm-hmm. shinies that I have extras of in Pokemon Go. 
on yeah. my card to play. I'm really game. hoping they fix that in the next game. Like, I'm really hoping yeah. that, that, they, that they fix that. Because the 20-minute timer is ridiculous. Mm-mm. That's ridiculous. Like, especially, like, I think it's ridiculous just from a standpoint, not from, like, a competitive player, but just as a fan. Like, if I'm a kid and I'm playing Pokemon, you play through yeah. the whole game with a party of six. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, this is my team. And then you come up to your friend's house and you're just like, man, I got this cool Pokemon team. He's like, well, I got a cooler Pokemon team. And then you guys decide I'm going to link bet. We're going to link battle and we're going to play. And then your battle gets cut off because of the 20 minute timer, because you can't finish a six V six match with a 20 minute timer. (laughs) Yeah. It's so disappointing. Like I remember very, very clearly the first battle I had was like we were in the in the Discord voice chat in Paco. We were like, okay, we're gonna have a battle, and it was super exciting. And then, like after twenty minutes, we were like, wait, we're going to timer. I didn't realize we had been playing for so long. Like, we're, <laughs> like we we're playing with our in-game teams. We're not playing soul. And exactly, then we realized exactly. We only had had twenty minutes available to us, and it was yeah, like, yeah, it's oh. the worst. It's the worst. Uh, so in Puckle news, we have a few things to talk about. We've got uh, we've got. Um, Fall League uh, is starting. Those start this starts this week. Please check the Discord for all the relevant information, including how Thatch has ever does. Did Thatch finish his Fall League team? I don't know because Thatch hasn't. And then also, if you're going to join the Patreon, not just for those badges uh, at the fifteen dollars tier, but if you want the giveaways uh, at ten dollars, we're going to be giving away the the horses, um, both Spectre and Glass Gear. And then we're also doing Shiny Genesect at the five dollars tier. Uh, if you're the ten dollars tier, you get both, obviously. Or at the $15 tier, you get both as well. So you get badges and Pokemon. Think about it that way. <laughs> hmm. uh, but you also support the show, which is even cooler. A good deal. Next weekend, Puckle will be doing a weekend stream. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. <laughs> Thanks, Pete McKee. Uh, next weekend, <laughs> Puckle will be doing a weekend stream where it pairs multiple co-hosts uh, to race on a random ladder on Showdown. Uh, Thatch and Seth Philo. Thatch is me. That's me. Uh, we'll be commenting and spectating matches and providing commentary. It's going to be, this is actually really exciting. I forgot it's about be this. so much fun. We talked about, we talked about this like a month and a half ago and I didn't, I totally, uh, wiped out about it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be super fun. People are going to pair up. We're going to have a, ra- uh, Seth and I are going to choose a random ladder that they're not going to know anything about. Um, and they're going to have, to, it's going to be like the first two ladders. I forget to what level. Uh, we're going to figure it out, but we're, um, it's the first to ladder to a certain level. Um, they can build and adjust their teams on the fly. Uh, but there are like, uh, we have some other rules that I think we need to, uh, nail down, but it's going to be really fun. You can interact with it. I think like if you send a donation to us or something like that, you can actually choose to like force a certain Pokemon to be on a certain team's team. As if it wasn't hard enough already. Yeah, but that sounds fun. Doesn't it? Uh, it does. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it, it's uh, it's like the Hunger Games, but worse. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely suggest it. That's at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. I almost forgot about that. Thanks to Pete McGee for putting that on the sheet. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for this. I'm very excited. We should hype this up on Twitter all week. I'm very excited. Um, all right. So on that note, this is a good place to stop. We're going to kick it on over to the quiz pokey quiz where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane pokemon knowledge (laughs) 
And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Did you like that spice right there? Yep. Pumpkin spice. Yeah. Pumpkin. Welcome. Oh my gosh. And this is the part of the show where we have Sublime and Whimsicott team up to answer five Pokemon themed trivia questions from you guys over on the Discord server. You can go over there uh, and drop your questions. There are going to be five of them today, and they can have a possible total of 30 points. They are racing against their fellow co or They can get a possible total of eight points today. They are racing against their fellow co-host to 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. And you guys get to be thankful for listening because this segment is also brought to you by AnimeGravy.com. And if you actually go over to AnimeGravy.com, you can go over there for all of your nerdy and inspirational art needs over at AnimeGravy.com. And they actually have a discount code for you, if I'm not mistaken. The The discount code is, uh, oh my gosh, it's PokeQuiz, all one word. Oh my gosh, he sent it to me and I, I finally got <laughs> it. So, all right. So you guys can actually check that out and you can go over there. I do recommend it. Those guys are always just awesome. So let's go ahead and jump right on in to these questions. Our first question is going to be from, I'm literally just going to pick the first one I see, Anharmonia. What is the only mainline region that's Pokedex doesn't begin with a grass type? Uh, Gen 5. Gen 5, because it's Victini. Yep. We're on the same wavelength. We Yay. got it. Next. Unova. That is correct. Unova is correct. Even though Snivy is 001 in the Unova Pokedex, Victini is there as 000. All right. I don't know if this is actually, I don't know if this is him in disguise or not. Question number two is from G. Mickey. Oh, goodness. We have too many Mickeys in the server. What two pre-evolutions can evolve into a Pokemon that shares no types with it? Hmm. Eevee. So Eevee. one Eevee of them is... One of them's Eevee. Eevee. Yes. Uh, the other is, a, is Cuban into Alola Marowak. That is correct. Those are the only two nobody else unless you include mega evolutions but nah mm. meh all right so you guys are you guys are on a roll today so your next question is your pokedex entry question i will give you a pokedex entry you guys can try to tell me who that pokemon is uh if you guys ride the struggle bus too hard i will shove a second entry down your throat if you get it on the first entry you'll get two points if you get it after the second entry you'll get one and if you don't get it after both of those you get zero well i'm social distancing so i would prefer not to have to take the struggle bus yeah all right so our question this week is going to be from mo it's pokemon y dex entry states it is said to carry wandering spirits to the place where they belong so they can move on Who's that Pokemon? It's a ghost. Carry wandering spirits to the place where they belong. So it's, I, I want to say someone in the Duskull line, probably. Mm, I feel like that could work. Was Duskull in X and Y's Pokedex? It doesn't matter. It had everything. Yeah. Oh, remember when that was a thing? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I um, Do we want to go with... Well, if it's the Duskull lines as a guess, which one do we want to do? Dusclops? Okay, so it's not Dusk Noir, because Dusk Dusk Noir is all about having an antenna. Radio waves, exactly. And Duskull, it's about the eye being like a guide to the spirit world and stuff like that. So it it would have to be Dusclops. Dusclops. You're riding the struggle bus. All right. Moving on. (laughs) 
This one is going to be from Pokemon Shield. Oh, it's Pokemon Shield Pokedex entry states, The light that streams out of the holes in the pumpkin can hypnotize and control people in Pokemon that see it. Oh, okay. So it's either Pumpkaboo or Gorgas. I don't remember a much light coming out of Pumpkaboo. It's more about Yeah, Gorgas, I would go with Gorgas. Uh, Gorgas has a lot of entries about its hair, on the other hand. And I, I think both Pumpkaboo and um, Trevenant's pre-evolution... Um, I'm struggling. Phantom? Yeah, Phantom. Have, have entries about leading spirits. So it might be Pumpkaboo, actually. I didn't, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it's either Pumpkaboo or Gorgas. Could you repeat the second dex entry, Thatch? The light that streams out of the holes in the pumpkin can hypnotize and control the people in Pokemon that see it. Yeah, so Pumpkin is Pumpkaboo or Gorgas. Yeah, but which one? You know what? Maybe we should go with Pumpkaboo because it said Pumpkin and that's more con- close. Yeah. They're both pumpkins, but you know what? I I actually like Pumpkaboo better. Yeah, let's do Pumpkaboo. Pumpkaboo is correct. Yeah. You guys got one. You guys are three for three. Our next question is your multiple choice question. And because you haven't gotten anything wrong yet, you get the the two for... I believe this is from... uh, Actually, all of these have like a bajillion answers. This one's going to be from Sari on Discord. As of Sword and Shield, which five Pokemon evolutionary lines have at least one member that is able to learn Water Pulse, despite not having the water type? I will take uh, one point for every two that you answer. Uh, huh. Okay, interesting. So... I think two of them are very obvious, um, and then the other three are, uh, are, would have existed before Sword and Shield. So they don't have the water type. I, I but they wanna... learn Water Pulse. Put, okay, I'm not going to give the answer, but I want to discuss the grap-locked line, Sublime. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's aquatic in environment. Yeah, so wait, let's consider that. Then what else, uh, like, hangs out near the water or has, like, uh, hmm, water pool? You do have the hint as well. Oh, we should I feel like the using hint. the hint. I yeah, don't care. We don't need the extra point. <laughs> All right, so two of these are regionals. Oh, it's the um, Corsola, Corsola for one of them. That is one of them. That is correct. Okay. And then I would say uh, two of them are Gen 6 Pokemon that just learn Water Pulse that aren't Water Types. And the other one's a Okay, fossil. so when you say the line, does that have to mean the whole line lacks no. Water Types? No, 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 no. No, just one member. Oh, well, then it's Dragalge. That is correct. That oh, is two. Yeah. That is two, so that's one point. Okay, then the other regional, it might be something that is a water type and then is not. That is a good train of thought, yes. <laughs> so what is a water type and then isn't in its regional oh, form? Oh, it would be the slowpoke line. That's another one. You guys are three. Uh, if you get one good. more, you'll get, uh, you'll get uh, there's still a Gen 6 Pokemon and a fossil. Okay, the other Gen 6 Pokemon... Oh, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Anorith is the one. Oh, it does live in the water, but... Because it's not a water type, but, like, it's clearly at home in the water. Well, It has um, swim-swim. Technically, uh, the other Gen 3 fossil line also lives on the ocean floor. Yes, but that one has water absorb. I don't know if it would learn a water move. Hmm. It doesn't have water absorb, it has storm drain, but... Oh, that's the one. Uh, you know what I meant. Storm drain's better. That thing. Anorith uh, <laughs> uh, is correct. You guys win. Yay. Because I don't want to struggle us that long. The other one's Goomy. Oh, That yeah. makes sense. Goomy. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's all of them. All right, so you guys got uh, you guys are five for four. Let's see if you can make it six for five. Uh, this one is your base stat question, as always. So our base stat question is going to come from uh, Upside Down Malamar. What dark type Pokemon has the highest attack stat? Hmm. Um. Basic. Basic questions. We're back. Okay. This includes Megas and everything, the whole shebang. Okay. Yeah. It's so hard to know if to include Megas or not. Um, Then I would assume at first it could probably be a Mega. So actually, if I'm not mistaken, Ash Greninja, besides having a stupidly high speed and a stupidly high special attack, also has a decent attack. So let's put that on the back burner. Uh, I don't expect it to be the best, though. No, but... It's probably right up there. What else is, like, a stupidly strong dark type? Hoopa. Ooh. Hoopa got a big attack stat. Yeah, Hoopa. When it's unbound, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hoopa unbound is very strong. Or also, okay, so if it's including Megas, let's just go over the dark type Megas, because maybe it's one of yeah, them. Yeah, it's not Houndoom, for sure. <laughs> Houndoom would not be my first choice, but you you have Absol, um, Ooh, Sharpedo. Actually. actually. Isn't Mega Absol like 140? At least. I don't remember. I mean, I wouldn't remember because I never used Mega but Absol. I think, but I think Hoopa Unbound, isn't Hoopa Unbound like stronger on the special? It thing? is, but it was so good mixed. They're like both mm. stupid high. There's also Gyarados becomes a dark type. Ooh, that's a And Tyranitar is a dark type. So those are yeah. all the Megas. I don't. I feel like it would be one of the Megas. So, Tyranitar has a very high attack in its mega form, if I remember Tyranitar has a high attack stat to begin with. It's, like, ridiculously high, if I remember correctly. It's, like, the second highest attack of a rock type or the first highest attack of a rock type around, like, the Rampardos. Like, second to Rampardos, maybe? So, it might, it might be Yeah, that, that makes sense. Do you want to go with I that would one? go with Mega Tyranitar. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, me. let's go with that one. Mega Tyranitar? Yes. Mega Tyranitar. Mega Tyranitar is the correct answer. Ooh, uh, yes. it's actually It's actually like a really close race. There's like a lot of them all bunched up together. So the Mega Tyranitar is base 164. Mm. Hoopa Unbound is base 160. Mega Gyarados is base 155. Mega Avsol is base 150. All um, the Megas yeah, and Hoopa like, Unbound. Yeah, it's all the Megas and Hoopa Unbound. Dark type uh, got the shaft. And then Ash Greninja at 145. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so we were right about pretty much everything. Yeah, you're yes. right about pretty much everything. You hit, like, all of them. <laughs> Except Houndoom. We don't care about Houndoom for this one. All right, that is it. So you guys got six points today, That which is, uh, that's that's a good score. That's a very good score. I would say that's a good score. So let me go ahead and add it in to the sheet for record-keeping sake. Uh, all right, P. McGee is still in first place with seven points. You better watch out for the other McGee's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whimsicott and Sublime are tied for second place with six points, and everybody else has yet to get on the board. Exciting. All right. On that note, we are going to take a short break here, guys, and we're going to come right back at you with the topic. We have another iTunes review for you this week from Smart123, best Pokemon podcast on the market, five stars. This is an amazing podcast. I thought I knew everything about Pokemon. Now I'm hearing Pokemon I've never heard about in my years of playing Pokemon. I love all the segments, and it helps me sleep every night. Thanks for doing an amazing job. The Smart. 
Thanks, guys. Uh, if you guys want to leave an iTunes review, you can, of course, do it. Uh, you can also leave a review anywhere you listen to the podcast. We really appreciate it. But until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. And welcome to our topic today. Our topic today is going to be Crone Tundra Adventures and why the Dynamax ones are the best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that I give you, like, topics as a joke and you say them every single yeah. time. Just yeah, that's me. the... Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's our relationship. Uh, I, I, I actually really, uh, I don't know. I, so I, I assume we've all finished Crown Tundra by this point. Yeah. Yes. It, it wasn't super long. I'd say it was, no. uh, it felt beefier than Isle of Armor. I felt the opposite. Really? No, I, I yeah. mean, you're not, you're definitely not like, I don't think you're in any minority, like reading like the comments on, on social media about it. But I'd be curious to see what your take is on that sublime. Yeah, um, I just felt like it was, especially because it's essentially post game, right? So maybe yeah. it felt like less because it just felt like a traditional post game of like, oh, go catch some legends mm, that yeah. are available post game. I I don't disagree with that. I I think the way in which the legends were presented is some of them, not all of them. Like I think the ones that are in like Dynamax Adventures is definitely like Dynamax Adventures is essentially just ultra wormhole, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that the way they presented like the Reggies, the uh, the Justice Trio, which I think is really weird that they were in the data for the game before this, which makes it even that much worse. But yeah, yeah. whatever. So you had the, you had the Justice Trio, you had the uh, what's the other one? You got the uh, birds, the you birds. The, I thought the, the Glorian. I, I thought the Glorian. The birds, birds were the star. The birds are the real oh, star of yeah. the tundra. Absolutely, it's not Calyrex. It's not whichever little horse you got. I it's thought, the birds. I thought the Calyrex thing was done well, though. I loved it. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, it wasn't done bad. It was done well, but like the star is the birds. I think that I, in terms Someone of capture mechanics, Hedren because it's the birds. In terms of in terms of mechanics and something quote unquote new, I would agree with that because I think they took roaming Pokemon and made them and made good. it good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> roaming Pokemon work when you can chase after the Pokemon. Exactly. Yes. I was yes. so impressed. Roaming Pokemon don't work when they're in the grass, but when they're yes. you can actually chase it. Yeah, we can make roaming Pokemon work again. I I like that a lot. I like I did like that a lot. They were the stars. Um, it was also like the ro- the birds were the, my favorite part. But I did enjoy the Justice Trio being in the world. That you, yeah, like, you in the overworld, right? Yeah, that was cool. Like they're not running around, but I appreciated it. No, I yeah. I did like that a lot actually. I like that they put them in the overworld and took the time to do that, and it wasn't just like oh uh, yeah, here's your static encounter. Um, yes. I mean, it was a static encounter, but it was it was out in the wild. It felt good. I don't know. It I, like, felt they, amazing. Yeah, everything in the Crown Tundra felt amazing. It might have been shorter, but it felt so good. Like someone last week said, it was like being inside a Pokemon movie, and I could not agree more. Yeah, I, hmm. yeah. I, that's an interesting take. I like that. Yeah, I, that's how I felt about it in general. Was that it was just it, for the it record. Did, Calyrex, at least. I preferred the other one, but it's still good. I like this a lot. I think they both have shortcomings, and I think they both have have strengths. Like I think I think That's Isle fair. of Armor was a really good ramp up for like what we could be getting, and I, I think both of them are very good examples of like what future Pokemon could be. Yeah, and, and I ho- and I hope they learn from that and they move forward with that. I, I think I think Crown Tundra one the thing like the only thing that I think Crown Tundra has like is in terms of an area over Isle of Armor. Well, there's two things. One, it's got a town like nestled into it. Yeah. 
uh, which I think is something that we should. I expected more of in the original Wild Area when they were hyping it up. Mm-mm. And then I also expect, and then I also like the caves a lot in Crown Tundra. They're good. Uh, it's been a long time since I've gotten like lost in a Pokemon game, Mm-mm. and it, like I got lost in Crown Tundra, and I like that. Yeah, it was like mostly so it looked good and it felt way more varied than the Isle of Armor. And of course, like the original wild area has almost no variety. I feel like the Isle of Armor had the best variety because it no, felt like there I, were multiple biomes. I agree with Sublime. And like, I loved how they were, I loved exploring the Isle of Armor. Yeah, mm. I think I, I like the Isle of Armor better as a wild area. Yeah, that's my favorite quote unquote wild area to go, followed yeah. by Crown Tundra. Followed yes. by the original. I wouldn't even call the original. The original one's such trash compared to these. See, the, <laughs> fully, fully the case. Completely. I, like these put the put these we put want, the like, leather. I love how interesting like it is to explore the DLC. Yes. Yeah. It's just visually like enjoyable to go through. Yeah. Yeah. I I cannot say the, the same. About, I cannot say not. the same about the original Wild Area. Yeah. No. There's no sense of exploration the way that there is when you explore the Crown Tundra or the uh, Isle of Armor. The, yeah. the way it feels to me is that Crown Tund or Crown Tundra and Isle of Armor are like their own locations and the Wild Area in Base Swish really just feels like a safari zone. Mm. Uh, and, yeah. and I think that really helps with it. I, I, with I think that. I think the fact that it's just like set in this like valley with cliff yeah. sides doesn't help that. But mm-hmm. it's like you're in the play pit. The original wild area is like the, a play, a ball yeah, pit or something. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like you go, you play in it. It does what it does. It just feels the original wild area, like more and more, like after this DLC just kind of feels like an afterthought. Like it doesn't feel like it was really integrated into Swish I well. Think, I think it's more like an experiment. Yeah. I, okay. That's probably yeah, a that's better the way. simplest that, that's version. A ni- and they that's have a nicer more, way to put they've it. had more time to improve. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, they've obviously had time, and I, I, I like. I think Swish and or not Swish, but I think Crown Tundra and Isle of Armor are very good. Yeah, they redeemed. They redeemed a lot about this generation. Yes, they didn't redeem everything by having actual characters in them, and especially the Crown Tundra mm-hmm. having a town. Yeah. Stan Fiona. Yeah, I love him. Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> they felt so alive. Yeah, no, it, it, it feels it was, very alive. I was like, I really, this is the first time that I started playing like a part of a Pokemon game. And I said to myself, I don't need to headcanon this at all. This yeah, is satisfying no, it on its good. own. It was, I think, I think I, I would say both of them were satisfying on there. I think, I think Isle of Armor, there were definitely some hiccups like in terms of that. And yeah. I, I do think, I think Isle of Armor is better as like a, a standalone thing. Um, just because it, I think it had like a wider variety of species available. Oh, yeah. It does. Um, and it's a lot more fun to explore. Yeah. Yeah. I think Crown Tundra with its integrated story is very good. I think without the story, Crown Tundra is not as good as Isle of Armor oh, without absolutely. a story. Absolutely. I, I think I, that, that's kind of the way I think that's the way I feel is that Isle of Armor without a story is better than Crown Tundra without a story. And yes. I think the story, I think the story in Crown Tundra was good. I think, I think, I think it's a different meter. It's a different type of uh, liquid using to fill the same glass. Yeah, I personally enjoyed the Crown Tundra more, but it's because I I enjoy stories more than yeah. like blank places to explore. And also, well, you you know me, I just adore Calyrex, and I hadn't actually seen the leaks for the horses, and so. 
when they came up, Adult, I was like, the horses oh. are fierce. I love oh, the horses. I, I, I think they're the worst. Well, what? they're not good, but they look great. What? And that's I, what no, 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 no. I think <laughs> they you look, don't like I, them. I do not like them. I, I think. I, it, honestly, we talked about it a little bit last week on the show, but it, or maybe we didn't. Maybe we talked about it somewhere else. I think it just looks like they took like some blank model of a horse and like slapped three things on it and said, "This is a Pokemon now." Yes, but horses are cute. Oh my gosh! Oh, I love horses. <laughs> you can't have enough horses, and I, I want this. multiple aesthetic <laughs> options for my horses. I watched My Little Pony as a kid, and then I watched My Little Pony Friendship is Magic as an adult, and I'm not like a horse girl. I, I'm not, but come on, cute. Tina Belcher. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, 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 I personally do not like them. I personally don't like them. I, I think they, they look lazy to me. I mean, you're right that they look mostly just like normal horses, but it's like Glacier is fierce, and then yes, it is. And it's then Spectre is like fierce, you know, and glam, so glam. To me, to me, they don't feel like Pokemon. They just feel like horses. Well, that's okay, because they're really just there to be mouths for Calyrex anyway. They kind of are. They kind of are. You're not wrong. It's the reason I'm fine with them. Like, that's fine that they're horses, because he needs a nice horse. Yeah. You're you're not wrong, but man, I don't think they're that great. (laughs) I think they look great, and that's all that matters. Like, I would say that's probably one of, like, the least favorite things that, like, they introduced in that for me, was... It was just the horses. But other than that, like, I think it was great. Uh, that and I wish, like, like I said last week, I wish they would have had more Pokemon. Agree on that. I just wish there were more catchable, like, I just wish there were more catchable Pokemon. Like, that yeah. we had Why does caught. every That's starter all. get in except the one I want? What's up with that? Uh, I mean, they're still missing okay. half the starters. They're, they've been, they put in more, though, and I'm like, that's just so unfair. Uh, so, well, if you think about the reason that they put those in, the Gen 3 starters, that is, um, I think it has to do with... Because if you look at the ones that they put in already, right, it's Gen 8 starters, obviously. Those are going to be there. Gen 7, because that was the Gen beforehand, makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then Gen 1, because it's Gen 1. And so you go, okay, in the hierarchy of starters, who's next? And the answer is Gen 3. Yeah. And the, the reason that is, is because you can, we can transfer all the way from Gen 3. That's one reason. And so you can have that, you can, you can have that kid who brings his Pokemon from 2002 in Japan, 2003 in the United States, all the way up to... Uh, all the way up to Sword and Shield and be like, look at the Pokemon I brought. Yep. I don't think that was the argument they made when they made the decision, but I'll, I'll hold it. I'm holding out. I think the real reason is that they are way more popular than the others. And they're also way more popular. Ninja. They are. Yeah. I, I, I mean, personally for me, like, I completely understand. Like, I think I got like one of my all time favorite Pokemon in Sword and Shield right now, and it just happened and it's Electivire. So, like, I, I don't, I, I also think it's intentional that they've left out four starters or four sets of starters. There's no way that they end a generation without four of the starter, four sets of starters being in somehow. Without, like, there's just no poss- way. What, what was at one point their most popular Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, especially Greninja being gone. Exactly. Right? Like, like what? I, I think, yeah, I think Greninja being gone's like, I, I think it's some kind of intentional move for something that's to come. I don't know what that is. Sigma's answer is depressing, and I hope it's not real. Uh, what? But, what did he say? Uh, S- uh, Sigma said, wouldn't it? He says, I think they might just like on Pokemon Day drop a DLC or a free DLC oh, update with the rest oh, of the starters. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I. No. I think they would try to tie it to something else and not just be like, we are, because 
there's something I've learned about TPCI in the past year. I don't think that they are uh, quote unquote gracious gods. No. I, I think they try to tie anything to monetization that they can. I mean, why shouldn't they? It works. Yeah, I mean, it's it's also not surprising if you look like at the history of the Pokemon company. Like they, I wouldn't say Pokemon's been a quote unquote consumer friendly brand ever. No. Um, I mean, every game has two versions. Exactly. And yeah, I don't, I don't think they are a a, a good consumer uh, a consumer brand. And I think that I mean, there's a reason they launched the new like the returning Pokemon alongside the DLC, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It it like yes, it got you got the DLC. If you didn't get the DLC, you got the Pokemon in the game. But it, I mean, they're just like you might as well just buy this DLC and be able to catch them in Swish, right? Haha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're by far not the worst in the field. Oh, like, they're not they, the worst. They didn't put stuff behind the paywall. They were like, but you're gonna have to transfer them or trade them. Yep. Even then, that's that's almost a paywall because like that requires like a bank subscription and then a home subscription. Um, you does I mean, you know, home's it? Got, uh, it does require a bank subscription. The Not home, a home the, subscription. The home subscription without a subscription, home's kind of poop. Yeah, but it's usable with a lot. You of get patience. like one box. Yeah, you have to have a lot of patience. That's that's the problem, in my opinion. Look, the only reason I purchased home was that. Since this is the first time I ever tried to fill a Pokedex, and since I'm the kind of person who doesn't throw away anything, even Pokemon, I kept catching Pokemon for, oh, raids. Oh, this is actually, like, it's got good stats. I might need it. <laughs> and I had, I literally had run out of room in my boxes in the game, and I this, was this sounds like needing a, to uh, play the Crown Tundra and catch more stuff, and I was like, guess it's time to buy home. It's kind of a, uh, that's a, how would I describe that? That's like a, uh, uh, that's a hoarding problem. Yeah, I know. that's it. That's a hoarding problem. <laughs> I, I did release some of them. The problem was I should have like looked you at it. You should just Wonderbox it. Just Wonderbox it. Some kid will love it. Like I released or Wonderbox most of my breed checks, but then I had like a Pokemon that I got from interesting, like Pokemon in good Pokeballs, Pokemon with good stats, Pokemon okay, with good abilities. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and never mind. <laughs> I could have gotten rid of a lot of them. I just didn't have the time to sort through them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I bought home to like save myself the time that I would have needed to sort through all of my boxes. That's that's absolutely fair. Yeah, absolutely. See, fair. In, in another, I do own a copy of Shield. So in a world where I own two switches, I could have just you know put them back and forth. But with just one box in home, mm-hmm. it was like. I I might as well buy it and just put them all together because I don't want to have to transfer like 30 Pokemon at a time from one game to the other, save, repeat, go back, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and now that, you know, compatibility with Go is coming, I thought it was like a decent investment. I don't know. I Like I said, I'm not, the, I'm not super hyped for like Go compatibility. I'm not hype about it, but I like the idea. I'm also really excited for somebody to transfer something to home from uh, from <laughs> and then get it from stuck Go, there. and then yeah. it gets stuck there. I'm yeah. I'm really excited for the Pokemon Go community to not understand. Yeah, and because like I I feel like every once in a while you just like you like there's once in a every once in a while you just get this like one little ping where like somebody else on like Twitter or some social media platform pops up and they're just like, oh man, I guess this Dexit thing really did suck. And, <laughs> and, it, and it'll happen like later. It'll have, it happens like, you know, however li- much later. 
And I just, it makes me giggle. You know what will happen? You'll have people all over social media going, what, why can't I put my Pokemon in Pokemon Sword and Shield? Why is Niantic doing this to me? <laughs> like, I, I'm sure that they'll have some precautions, especially for Pokemon like Darkrai and Deoxys and stuff like that. Yeah. That, that, they'll like, ask I'm you like seven times before they let you put it in. Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll ask you before you put it in home, uh, or they won't just or they just won't let you or something Maybe, like that. Maybe, yeah. Because I know with um, I know with like the Mew in Go, you couldn't transfer that to Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah, yeah. And I know you can't. I can't trade Dark Ride to other people. Hmm. Uh, because I typically trade my wife all of my shinies in Pokemon Go because I honestly don't care. Hmm. And she she gets way more happiness out of it than I do. And so I'll just trade her, I'll trade her my shinies. And I caught a shiny Darkrai one day. And I was just like, oh, hey, I'll trade it to you. And then I couldn't trade it to her because they're like, you can't trade mythical Pokemon. Ugh. And I was just like, Speaking Thanks. of shinies, though, like, we were supposed to talk about Dynamax Adventures. Yeah, that's true. And the rates are insane there. Speaking of, that's a good good segue. I like that. Yeah, uh, Dynamax Adventures are actually pretty good. I think they're the I I like. I have some minor minor adjustments I would make, but overall, I think they're good. I think one, it's the best. Um, I don't think it's better than Battle Factory, mm. but I think it's the best way they've tried to quote unquote innovate on Battle Factory. Yeah. Um, because Battle Agency sucked. It's by far the best use of rental Pokemon since then. Uh, yes, it's since since Gen Four, it's the best use of rental Pokemon. Yeah, and something that like I always see like a lot of PokeTubers with like hype clickbaity titles saying, "Oh, the shiny rates are insane," and they are. They are absolutely insane. They are very high. But yes. what they don't mention is that it's incredibly good for hidden abilities. Like it's so easy to get them. Uh, I don't disagree entirely. I haven't taken a look because, like, the the problem, the the one problem that like there's a couple of minor problems, right? And the one of the bigger ones is that it's a set pool of Pokemon, both rental and catchable. Yeah. In, in Dynamax Adventures, because all of the catchable Pokemon are essentially the rentable ones, because you can swap them out and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I start getting some issues. I just re- I'm on Cerebi checking the list. <laughs> and I saw I saw that Pokemon Unites in the sidebar, and I'm like, I forgot oh, that gosh. was a game. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, it's not like a terribly small pool, though. It's not. I, I. It's not small, but it's not large enough that I can be surprised. Let's put it this way: I think it's so much better to be able to catch four Pokemon and then maybe see if one of them has a hidden ability than mm. to go do, like, four raids for the same Pokemon, which is very hard to find, and yes. then have to do the entire raid, maybe struggle a lot if it's a five-star, and then catch the Pokemon and find out it doesn't have the hidden ability. Yeah, no, I, I, so I, I agree with it. In terms of hidden abilities, but, I mean, you have the full list. Let's see. The list is, the list is pretty large. I will, not, I will not deny you that. Um, let me see. Five by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Okay, it's already over a hundred. But yeah, it, I mean, it, it's some of them are also rarer than others. Also, it's really good for G Max Mons. I'll, I'll also say yeah. that. Yes, it is. It is good for that. That soup has made that less relevant. Uh, yes. Uh, G Max soup is uh 
one, the way it should have always been. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's the, it's the way it should have always been. And there's always, there's a good list of final boss Pokemon too, but I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I really like them. I like the shiny chance at the end as well because it gets, um, I, I like that the shiny hunting method, the only method we essentially got in, uh, in general, yeah. I like that it's a cooperative play. I agree. Uh, because it's really hard to play Dynamax Adventures on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Or with randos. Which is a plus and a minus because. Yes. Yeah. That's the main. Yeah. I, I wish the, I, I wish the NPCs were better, but if they were better, then you probably wouldn't have the, you wouldn't have incentive the incentive to the incentive. Play with other people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's pretty big. And I, I don't know, like, because I've always, I've always been big about how Pokemon's really good at just connecting people. And I would say this is a really good way that they are at making people play together. Mm-mm. And I'm sure other people can disagree with me and that's fine. But I, I think that uh, this is really good in that aspect. And I, I, okay. Also, if you're on the Puckle server and you're playing with randos, what's wrong with you? Um, you can probably find somebody. I don't care what time zone you're in. The, no, the, the number of Australians I see, the number of people in the UK that I see all yeah. the time on the server, there's somebody to play with you in your time zone. Yeah. And if you're thinking, wait, how do I play with other people? Because the screen doesn't actually tell you, but the same way you do something yeah. else with other people, you just hit the plus button and you input a code. Yeah. Yep. The screen doesn't tell you that, which had me really It's a terrible UI. It is oh, a terrible the UI, UI. The UI is definitely not thought through for online. No. Uh, that's that, and I don't think it ever has been since the PSS. Yeah, but this time it's even worse. Like I it was hard disagree. to see, but before for like raid battles, at least it told you hit this button to input a code. Mm-hmm. Anytime someone's doing it with people for the first time, you basically have to have like uh, instructions. You have yeah. to have an instruction manual. Yeah, I don't it's disagree. Really bad. With that. I don't disagree. Like with that. I literally well, I they wanted they to bring it up on the show because. I couldn't figure it out for like seven days. <laughs> I was like, wait, people on their server are like inputting codes. Where are they putting the codes? Because I don't understand. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not exactly intuitive. But yeah, you could definitely play with people on the server. And I think that should be done. Wow. Okay. Okay. This is more disappointing to me than it should. I was looking through this list and it's like almost like one Pokemon per family of mm-hmm. like per evolutionary line, except for Palpitoad and Seismitoad. And for some reason, both Basculin. I just... I think we're okay with cutting basket. Oh, and clink and clang, clink or clang and clink clank made it. Uh, they're I both just, in there. Basculin, just why does it exist? Like I we know got the both basculin. But, uh, the answer is because there weren't enough fish Pokemon. I know. Uh, it's I. I don't think it's a good answer. I know it's the it's answer. Not you know, answer. in Gen Five, there weren't enough fish Pokemon. That was like the only one. Uh, yes, yeah. I, That's the reason why. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's up. the reason for a lot of Pokemon though existing in Gen Five was just like we need 150 of them. Let's force yeah. it. Yeah. So, well, they needed some water types because there's not a ton of water types in Gen Five. They definitely had like a hundred good ideas, and then they're just like, yeah. we have to fill this in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel that. Masculine's one of the fillers. Yeah. I yes, definitely. But at least it comes in two colors. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Never mind. It's like so stupid. Uh, a lot of it's stupid. It's fine. It is, yeah. Uh, all right, though. So I guess that I mean this is a good place to stop. I think Dynamax Adventures is fantastic. It's fun with people. With Don't people. get people, or it's not nearly as. Fun. It's not as good. I want to really like I like I. So I'm already doing the streams for the patrons on Thursdays. I think I'm going to try to pick up another day so that we can just stream together as friends. 
Mm. Um, that way, because I think it's worthwhile. Mm. I think I think it's fun, and I think uh, one is a good team building exercise for the staff. <laughs> um, but two, it just I don't know, it's just a good time. But we also do have that other stream coming up next Saturday or something like that. Yay. So I'm very excited. For, I'm very excited for that on Saturday. So um, that's gonna be that's gonna be uber fun. <laughs> Wait, aren't we doing it on Sunday after all? Wait, are we doing it on Sunday? I, think I don't know are. which day we're doing. Okay, we'll say Sunday. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll make it sure to... it's on Twitter, Twitter, exactly. and in the Discord. Like, we'll let you know. Uh, Yes. Uh, all right. So I thought it was on Saturday. Uh, it was supposed to be on Saturday. Then someone had scheduling issues. and they. Okay. I don't know. Nobody tells me anything. <laughs> I just work here. Um, all right. So on that note, uh, this is a good place to stop. We're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. So we'll catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 805, Stackataka, the Rampart Pokemon. Its Ultra Moon Pokedex entry is super spooky, and it says, When stone walls started moving and attacking, the brute's true identity was this mysterious life form, which brings to mind an Ultra Beast. Ooh. Spooky. Oh, I'm upset. I just realized it doesn't get Gen 8 entries because it's not actually in the Pokedex. Yep. <laughs> um, that's disappointing. That's really disappointing. Uh, all right, but Stack Attack is a uh, rock steel type Pokemon, and it's an Ultra Beast, so I don't, it, it's good. It's got Beast Boost. It makes the rock steel type work. It looks good on it. It's not the easiest type to make work. It uh, it it all it works mostly because so Stack Attack base sixty one HP, base one thirty one attack, which is a lot. Mm-mm. Base two eleven defense. Base 101 special defense, base 53 special attack, and, uh, of course, the base 13 speed. The base 13 speed is actually way better for it than it should be. It makes it slower than a lot of things, like even Torkoal, which is crazy. So, Stack Attack uh, is really good in that regard. We do have um, uh, a VGC team for you today uh, for Stack Attack to celebrate Fall League. All teams this month are going to be uh, are going to be VGC, and you can try them out against the gym leaders. Uh, in fact, they are <laughs> the guys are actually going to go ahead and do battles against the gym leaders for the YouTube this week, this month, instead of the laddering with their VGC teams. Cool. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. So Stack Attack, uh, holding Psychic Seed because uh, Ndidi is also the team, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. But it's got Beast Boost, obviously, uh, two fifty two HP, two fifty two attack. Four special defense, brave nature has steel roller, which is a steel type move for those of you who are unaware that also erases terrain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has trick room for itself. It's got rock slide and body press. Body press stack attack uh, is the best Insane. thing ever. Insane. Uh, <laughs> base two eleven defense, and you get body press. Um, and your beast boost can just start boosting your defense. Fun. Actually, this it, one good all around. Th- does this one boost defense? Yes, yeah, yeah, it, it does. does. Okay, it does. It does. No matter what, there's no way that you're gonna beat that base two eleven yeah. defense. Yeah. No, I, I mean there is a set that like has specific IVs and you have to you have to have a fourteen I think you have to have a defense reducing nature. You have mm-hmm. to have a defense reducing nature and like a defense of like fourteen. Yeah. IV of fourteen. It's crazy. You have to have like you have to manipulate it so hard Mm-mm. to get an attack boost. Yeah. It can't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it also considers its own trick room. It, it's stack attack is what I would call a monster. 
So that that's good. Uh, we're pairing it up with uh, Venusaur, the G Max, because why not? I guess. And it also it, this is a wide lens Venusaur. This thing is like pretty typical. I'm not sure what the speed tiers are here because it's 44 HP, 252 special attack, and 212 speed. Uh, timid. So we're outrunning something, uh, probably at like base 75, something like that. And we've got energy ball, earth power, protect, and sleep powder on this Venusaur. But you're going to go sleep because of that wide lens. But uh, go ahead, Sublime. Take us, tell us more. Tell us more. This has like two modes. Yes, I was about to say what I really love about this team is that it has two modes of play. And Torkoal works in both. And is yeah. actually use- yeah, needed for both, kind of. Because obviously Torkoal's bringing us the weather um, with drought. Making uh, the Venusaur's chlorophyll activate, right? Yep. So you have a sun mode for, like, super fast with Venusaur. And it has that super fast sleep powder, thanks to Torkoal. But also, Torkoal is super slow. We're running like a quiet nature. Th- speed yeah. or something like that. Yeah. We're running a quiet nature with zero speed IVs, uh, 252 HP and 252 special attack. And then we put four in the special defense. We've got Earth Power, Eruption, Burning Jealousy, and Protect. And under Trick Room, that thing is going to be so fast. Mm-hmm. With with an eruption, ooh, you don't want it. If the Trick Room is up, you do not want that Torkoal. <laughs> Which brings us to another really fantastic uh, Trick Room star in VGC right now. And that's Glacier, the Ice Horse. Yes, it's got that chilling nay, you know. And mm-hmm. it's running a weakness policy. We're going with a Brave Nature as well, because if you don't know, Glacier is... Very slow. Works right. great for us. Yeah, very slow. Literally slow ice types. They love to give us slow ice types. Yeah. <laughs> Works well with that. In trick spite of how bad it is defensively, we we, we got to turn it, make it offensive because that's how you mm-hmm. do it. So we've got two fifty two HP, two fifty two attack, four special defense again, and we're running fantastic coverage moves. We've got close combat, icicle crash, high horsepower, and heavy slam. So this thing is just a monster yeah. in Trick Room. And with that weakness policy and an ice type, you know it's over if yep. you get that boost. Yep. Take us home, Whimsicott. Yeah, remember way at the beginning of this team that Takataka was holding a Psychic Seed? It's because we have a female Indeedee holding a Focus Sash. The ability is obviously Psychic Surge. It's got max HP, max special attack, four special defense, a modest nature... And its IVs need to be zero attack and 29 speed. And I frankly don't know what that makes you under speed. But um, you probably yeah. need to under speed something. So it's got expanding force because why wouldn't you have it? Follow me, helping hand, and reflect. And then coming out of the trick room mode, you have Galarian Zapdos. It's defiant, it's holding a life orb. It has max speed, max attack, four special defense with a jolly nature, and it's got Brave Bird, Blaze Kick, Stomping Tantrum, and Close Combat, another great coverage for all your needs. Yes. Uh, I think I didn't expect uh, Galarian Zapdos to be as good as it is. I did. <laughs> but, I, it, I mean, I believe... I, I think, honestly, anything with Defiant and Competitive is very good. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's a blessing in VGC so yeah. hard. But then also flying fighting type with those stats. Mm-hmm. Just perf. Perf. A very tasty chicken. Yes, it is It's very here tasty. to terrorize Seth Vilo. <laughs> 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 yes. I've, I, I'm going to say, I say this all the time, but I really still think TPCI, or at least somebody is like paying attention to the meta, and they're adding things in that are good for it. There's no way that they're just like accidentally like, oh, you have a Defiant Zapdos and a competitive uh, Articuno. 
I, th- I think they I think they plan that out. Mm, at least partially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I also I mean, I I appreciate having uh, having Pokemon that are good with Defiant <laughs> and <Yes>. competitive. <laughs> like, who are the other users? It's like Melodic My and Bisharp, right? Yeah. Like, oh, and I guess Braviary. But like, those are they're all garbage. These are good Pokemon with these hey, abilities. Hey, Milotic is not garbage, excuse you. It's not using competitive very well, though, in my Also, opinion. Melodic doesn't have Defiant. It has competitive. That's yes. what I meant. Yeah, I, meant oh, I, okay. I, was, I was lumping them in together. Both abilities in together. I was like, does it have Defiant? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Defiant? That's stupid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. No, I, I, was just trying to, uh, I was just trying to put them together. But yeah, if you want to watch them, I believe they're going to beat me up with this team this week. Uh, you, can, huh. you can definitely check that out on YouTube. Um, also, don't forget that everything's starting this week uh, with Fall League, and the badges are coming soon rather than later. I think I'll have like another week or so before they're here. But uh, once those are up, if you're on the Patreon, you will get the coupon code to get them shipped to your house for free, theoretically. <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, though, we are going to go ahead and uh, we are going to go ahead and kick things on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we'll give the Green Taurus badge to anybody that we deem worthy. But uh, this is the part of the show where we read your emails on the show. Email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the question. Our question last week was, what do you think of Crown Tundra? I mean, it came out, so I think that's a good one. <laughs> and so uh, I, I'm excited to uh, see what everybody else has to say. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into it because we, we only have two this week, but one of them is uber long. So we're going to go through that one. So our first one this week is going to be from Hobie. And due to karma reason, I have it. Yes, karma. Hello. So much karma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the karmic balance uh, that requires me to read it. Hello, Puckle Peeps. Hobie here. Or Hobie1k if you see me in Discord. I'm sure you will get many emails this week of people talking about the new DLC. For your sake, I hope they have paragraphs. They have paragraphs. They are not many. I hope they have a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't. This is like this is something that somebody could have submitted for their fifth grade like essay and probably have gotten an A. <laughs> oh, I have absolutely loved both halves of the expansion pass. I am in the same boat as Thatch about the relatively small amount of new Pokemon in the Crown Tundra being a slight disappointment. Did anyone else find it strange that New Galarian's Loking doesn't have a, a Crown Tundra Dex entry? Yes, so much. Yes, so weird. You that's lied. offensive. I was that's no, I was really like the thing. I was like the one thing I was really surprised with was there was just no Galarian Slowpoke at all yeah. in in Crown Tundra, and they were just like hyping up this Galarian Slowking this entire time. Yeah, it's so weird. And I was just like, what? Come on, you could have at least done that. It's totally weird. Despite this, I feel that Crown Tundra is even better than the Isle of Armor. I've had so much fun searching out the Reggie Temples and tracking the Sword of Justice. By the way, Lenian challenged me to find Keldeo on my own by telling me it's super absurd, like, you'll never figure out how to trigger it because it's so counterintuitive. And I was like, oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> and I won. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's this very conspicuous object on the ground that's doing absolutely yeah, right? nothing. 
Right. And a friend has told me there's an absolutely absurd way to trigger an encounter. Hmm, the two are probably related. Yes. Anyway, um, the Calyrex story has been my favorite legendary side plot of any game. Hard agree on that. Yes, hard agree. And Peony, the guy's just so ridiculous. I just cannot help but love him. Like, yes, so much that. Like, is it implied that he's like... Um, related to Chairman Rose because people keep pointing out that they look like each other. So if you pay attention to the Dynamax Adventures, there's a uh, there's a lady inside the Dynamax Adventures. I think it might be Peonia. She uh, says that there's like some lady that just hangs out at the graveyard at night. Mm-hmm. And if you go there, it's Elena. Oh. Um, and Elena talks about how she she's heard rumors that she's that people have seen Chairman Rose around there. Yeah, and then then Peony shows up, and then like he has like a small moment where he's just like, "Oh, it's great that he could even garner that kind of respect." <laughs> and it's like, it, it's a moment. Like you can, it's obviously very implied that they're either brothers or twins or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, his name's Peony. Like it's a flower. Exactly, it's a flower. <laughs> it's a flower. So it may, they're definitely related. I don't know if they're brothers or if they're twins or what exactly, yeah, but like they, they're definitely related. I would like to draw attention to two things that this DLC makes fun for me that no other game in the series ever has. First of which is roaming Pokemon. Again, we all agree. I've personally hated the roaming Pokemon mechanic since its introduction in Gen 2. There are several elements of Pokemon games that are frustrating at times, but roaming Pokemon is the one that always comes to mind first. It was Mm. so random and frustrating that I just never found it fun. The Galar Birds in the Crown Tundra is a whole different story. I enjoyed every bit of this hunt. I like how they are spread among the three major wild areas and that each have a different method of avoiding you that you have to learn. I That was my favorite part. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay, I just have to get in front of Moltres. And then I tried to get in front of Zapdos and he just ran away the other way. And I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> that, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Peony is, in fact, Rose's younger brother, as described oh. on his Rare League card. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I should have flipped that around when I got it. Yep. Speaking of the Galarian birds, can we get some more cutscenes like the one where you first see the birds at the tree? Yes. Just like a little closure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing that Crown Tundra made fun for me that I never liked in previous games was Zubat. As other people around Puckle and the internet have expressed, I've never been so excited about seeing a cave full of Zubat. Well, of course, this time you actually see them and can avoid running into them. I love how many they put in, by the way. Yeah. Like, they put it, they put it in an obnoxious amount that it's really hard to dodge. Yeah, it's like, this I is love the it. reason you hated Rock Tunnel love it. I so love much it. 25 years ago. I always liked Zubat, so I'm glad he's back. Yeah, no, Zubat's a solid Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Crown Tundra has shown me the most fun cave exploration in the entire series. Navigating the confuses, the confusing winging layouts of these caves brings back the feeling of accomplishment of getting through caves back in the old Game Boy games. Yes. I think that was winding there, sorry. Um, I also think the overworld Pokemon is a much better way of avoiding the ridiculous random encounters in caves than just packing a stockpile of repels. Yes, absolutely. I know my email is already running long, but I cannot mention overworld Pokemon without also pointing this out. I personally have not been upset over the excuse of the Pokemon as being the reason the game did not start with every species of Pokemon. 
As a software developer, I understand that sometimes what appears to be the simplest part of a project on the surface is really the most time-consuming or challenging to implement. I believe in the jump to Switch that the developers at Game Freak have been putting love and care into each individual Pokémon in the game. I feel like this can be seen in how the overworld Pokémon feel so real to the game. It would've been easy to just stick a Pokémon on the screen and make it generically pace around. However, being chased down by a speedy Bolton, watching a Molga happily glide from tree branch to tree branch, and receiving a flirtatious kiss blown to you by a nearby Jinx are a few of the many examples to the attention to detail that developers are putting into making this Pokémon feel like a real part of the world. The base game was a start to this, but the DLC has been the real showcase. If you made it this far, thanks for reading my email. You are very welcome. I hope you'll enjoy the DLC as much as I have and find great joy in your Dynamax adventures. Keep up your excellent work on the show, Hobie. Oh, that was long, Wonderful. but it was really good. Yeah, it was good. I do appreciate that. So our next one this week is going to be from Mark. Of the Dunsparce gang. Of the Dun- I, re- I didn't realize how much of the Dunsparce gang has become formalized, by the way, on the Discord server. <laughs> I was playing, I was doing Dynamax Adventures with Mark and Coil on the Discord server last night uh, with my wife, and they're talking about the Dunsparce gang, and I'm like, how many people are actually in this? And they're like, there's like six or seven of us. And it's like, like the Squirtle Squad, but like right in our own backyard. We had no idea. They did ask if they could get their own role for it on the Discord server. <laughs> no. And I, I no. said, you have to let me in. <laughs> you know, it was many Puckle Cons ago um, when. Whimsicott and I were staying at the same hotel. Mm-mm. We were the hotel gang. Yeah, we were team hotel, because there was team house and team hotel. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. everyone else was staying at your house. Yes. But team hotel, what we decided to do was we named all of our rooms the suite after the <laughs> Pokemon with the ID number. Yeah. Or with the dex number. Oh, that's great. That they had. And I had the Dunsparce suite. So can I be a part of the Dunsparce gang? <laughs> I think you get in by default. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. I think I'm I, don't, I, don't, in. I don't know how the I don't know how the hierarchy works in the Dunsparce. Game. I don't know. We'll have to ask. <laughs> Alright, but we're gonna get an email from them. It is I, Mark, Viceroy of the Dunsparce Gang, here to report on my thoughts of the Crown Tundra so far. The Dunsparce Gang has had a few successful evenings of Dynamax adventures in spite of one member's faulty Canadian internet. Hmm. Hmm. I think Canada's the best, so I can't agree. Anyway. Personally, I enjoy them much more than the Max Raid battles, which were often tedious. I, I mean, I do find yeah. Max Raid battles tedious. Hard agree yeah. again. Unless unless they're like the thing, like the Zera Aura. Mm. I like the Zera Aura thing a lot. Mm. Because, no, because like, uh, for the same reasons you like Dynamax Adventures, I think Dynamax Adventures is very easy to walk into, but because it uses rental Pokemon, but to use your own Pokemon in a way that you have to strategize properly... I think I think that was really cool to do it for like the level 100 Zeraora raids and stuff like that. I guess. Besides raiding with the gang, I mainly use the adventures as an alternative way to shiny hunt. Well, there you go. Mm-mm. That's the story. That's the that's the lesson we all learned today. Yeah, I mean, really. I, I I don't think I have done like I've done maybe ten of them. I I already got a shiny Clefairy out of the deal, which I love. So yeah, I got a, I got a shiny Pangoro. Mm. There you go. Yeah, lots of shinies. Good shinies too. A lot of good shiny options available. I think it's like every Pokemon. Every Pokemon. I mean, legendary shiny hunting is where a lot of people are at with it. It's good legendary shiny hunting with good odds. It's really good. These are like the best odds for a lot of those. Mm -mm. 
It follows the trend of late where shinies are much easier to come by, which opens up the discussion about quote-unquote cheapening shinies, but it's nowhere as bad as Pogo Community Days. I'm just glad to have an alternative to riding mindlessly in circles. Yes. Yeah, sure. I, I think that was one of the most disappointing parts of Swish. Is the shiny hunting method because yeah. like that's the that's the content that a lot of people make. Yeah, in the that's community. true. It's what a lot of people like to spend their time doing, and it's what a lot of people spend their time doing in the post game. And they didn't get like a good way to do it. Yeah, they, like there just isn't a good way to do it. There isn't a way to do it. Period. Except essentially the Masuda method or just random encounters. Yeah, well, I don't starting like it. now, you have Dynamax shiny Which hunting. Which is so much No, no, basically. it's way better, and I, I, like, yeah. I like that I can do it with my friends. Yes, and you frankly have to do it with your friends. Yeah, and people who stream shiny hunting can do it with their viewers. It's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Where was I? I don't know. We were just getting so invested in this email. It's got us conversating all sorts um, of things, you know. It, it's the power Beyond of the Dunsparce game. Adventures, yeah. yeah. I've had the pleasure of running around enjoying the map. Much like Isle of Armor, it's refreshing to have an open-world environment to explore with the Pokemon following um, you close behind. Though I think I like the Isle of Armor, Sandy Beaches, and uh, Scenic Vistas better. Completely agree. Yeah. You cannot beat the sunset on the Isle of Armor. You, okay. you just can't. It's okay. really, really good, but... It's the really sun- gorgeous. Honestly, I had... Nothing in Tundra is equally as gorgeous uh, as the sunsets in the I don't know, I was in Sorry a cave and there was a sunset that I could see all of the crown tundra and the tree in the background with the sunset behind it. That was a close second. Hmm. All right, my main complaint so far is that it's very much focused around giving you access to the legendaries. As much as I enjoy the Jurassic Park vibe... Hmm. <laughs> Is it very that? Yeah. There aren't a ton of new Pokemon to catch in the wild. Also very that. <laughs> also very that. I'm not a huge fan of legendaries to begin with, so this has been a bit of a letdown. I can only hope and pray that my final favorites will be coming in the game in some future expansion. Same. Mm-mm. Same. I don't like. So, th- I don't like that. I have to hope. <laughs> well, I, hey, I mean, we're not going to even get into it. We're just not even going to go there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the end of that conversation. Because mm-hmm. we already know. We already know. All right, soon I'll switch to catching the Reggies and the birds. I figure that since it's new, most people want to do adventures right now, and I can catch up on the solo stuff later. For Fair. sure. That's Yeah, that's smart. I did the opposite. I was like, I want to get it out of the way so I can just focus on. Yeah, um, I didn't want, like, yeah. story spoilers, so I made sure to finish the story as soon as possible yeah. so I could just go on the server. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. This uh, uh, so hope to adventure with you all soon. Catch you on the flip flop. Mark of the Dunsparce gang. Dunsparce. Uh, all right. So uh, I honestly want to give it to Mark. Not because I also want to give it to Mark. I, I think we talked about things more. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It was engaging throughout, and also sometimes brevity is the soul of wit. Mm. Although Shakespeare meant that ironically. Well, I unironically agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm down. Mark gets it. You get you can have that green Taurus badge for the next two months. All right. On that note, uh, if you want to email us next week at pucklepodcast at gmail dot com, I don't have a question because like I don't want to be like, oh, tell us how you think of what do you think of Crown Tundra. We already did that twice. What's your best Dynamax adventure exactly. so far? Ooh, what, what, yeah, what's, yeah. What's your swag? Like, what's your best story? Yeah. Shiny, what's the craziest thing that's happened? Crazy, you got a crazy bathroom. shiny. Yeah. Oh, did you totally get a crazy shiny? Happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into it. 
I'm into it. Yeah, so tell us that. Send that in to PuckoPodcast yeah, at gmail.com. Yeah. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, you can catch up with us on Discord. There's not a good URL for it. Um, but you can catch up with us on Discord. Follow the link. Yep, follow the link in the show notes. You can also keep up with us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Tumblr, and uh, Instagram throughout the week. You can also go ahead and follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast to keep up with all of your favorite things, like the cool thing that's happening next weekend, either on a Saturday or a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) We do not know, uh, but you can find out on all those social media platforms what it's going to (laughs) be. You can, of course, always go over to... um, you can always go over to YouTube, check out the teams that Miggy and Claude are putting together, and you can also support us on Twitch. You can support us over at TeePublic, and you can support us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. And like I said, I mean, this comes out in November, so if you're a patron this month, you get that coupon code to get the free badges for Fall League. It's going to be a good time. There's also an extra badge that I haven't talked to anybody about, so <laughs> oh. keep that in mind. Well, extra badge. It's a pin. It's an extra pin. But, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. So, on that note, uh, we are gonna... I think I've been Trainer Thatch. I've been the fluffiest whimsicott. And I continue to be sublime. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.